0: Hello and welcome to Amberforth Manor, a comedy drama series written by Patrick MacDonald. Episode 11 The Bond Film, Part 2. Are you
1: sure you know what you're doing, Olga?
0: Yes, yes, my little soldier. It's easy.
1: And you've uh, flown one of these before?
0: No, not helicing, no. What did you
1: fly then?
0: I sit beside pilot in a plane as navigator.
1: Hmm. So, let me get this right. You've never actually flown either a helicopter
0: or a plane? No, but I watch pilot closely in plane. Learn everything. See, I press this button to start, go down runway for a little way, and then pull on this so it goes up. But helicopters don't use runways. They go straight up. Then easier. See, I press starter button and <laughs> oh dear. What is strange noise?
1: Those are the helicopter blades. I really think you should stop. Oh good lord! We're going up and uh, oh, now we're going down.
0: Stop! Stop! why you stop helicing? You were going to crash. But I supposed to crash.
2: Without killing
1: people.
0: Who is it I kill?
1: Well, me for a start.
0: But I need to practice.
1: Yes, well you don't need to practice killing me. I'm getting out.
0: Then Boris join me.
1: By all means. I was never fond of him anyway.
0: Boris, how you fly this thing? What? I need help, Boris. You fly heli things, yes? Well,
2: what is heli thing?
0: Is this thing heli thing? Is heli thing balloon? No, is this thing heli thing? His things go round on top, and when I press that button, it goes straight up. Oh, like balloon. No, not like balloon, much noisier. Oh, then it's noisy balloon. Show me. See? Si, go up. Oh. oh, yeah.
2: It's not busy balloon. Now we crash it, yeah?
0: I don't know how to crash it.
2: Oh, let air out then balloon go
0: down. I don't know
2: how to let air out.
0: Uh,
2: I know. Open door.
0: It's not going down. Oh, uh, uh, must... Throw things out, light and long. What you throw out? Uh these
2: parachutes, I think.
0: But Hilly thing still going up. How we crash it? Uh, I get in
2: front with you. My weight push it down.
0: We still go up. Uh, oh, I jump up
2: and down then.
0: No, it's still going up. No, oh, I press stop button. Yes, much better. Now we go down. Can crash now.
2: Oh, see, I expert on heavy things.
0: When it hit ground, how we get out?
2: Oh, jump out before it hit ground. Use parachutes.
0: But you throw parachute out.
2: Oh, yes, it's true.
0: Uh, perhaps better
2: not to crash. Yes, it's
0: good. How we do that? What? How we not crash? Oh. Press start button, then we go up again. Yes, it's good. We go up again.
2: What are they doing?
3: Practicing. Very strange sort of practicing. They look like they don't know what they're doing. Um, yes. I'm sure olga has got everything in hand. Hmm. It looks to me as though she's got nothing in her hand.
1: Why did you get out? Ahem. Well, yes, I... uh... I decided I preferred uh, terra... terra firma. No head for heights, I'm afraid.
4: Daddy, I'm very wide for them. I really like Boris. I would hate it if any harm came to him.
3: And Olga, of course. Oh, I'm sure she'll survive. Vampires generally do.
4: Look, they're going up again. Oh, and now down again. Gosh, that's a bit steep. Oh no, they look like they're going to crash!
3: Lordy, lordy, I can barely bring myself to watch. Although, actually, I'm quite enjoying this. How can you possibly enjoy this? They're, alive,
1: they're in danger!
3: Quite. I mean, of course not. Obviously I'm not enjoying it in that sense, the possibility of them dying sense, so to speak. I mean, I'm actually certain they'll be fine, so I might as well enjoy the spectacle. So, to speak, as it were, which of course it
1: is a spectacle, I mean. What? I earthy gibbery all about? This isn't a spectacle. It's a potential disaster.
4: Oh, look, they've managed to land. How wonderful. I must congratulate Boris. Oh, and Olga, of course. Oh, Boris, I was so worried about you.
2: Oh, it's okay. No need for hugging. Uh, Later, perhaps. Olga, my darling, how are you?
0: I'm good, very good. Enough practice. Next time we crash it properly.
5: Marvellous news, father. I've been given a bigger part.
6: Well, that's wonderful, darling. What will you be doing?
5: Well, you know the helicopter crash at the end of the film? I get to die in it. What? In the helicopter? No, in the crash, when the helicopter lands on a group of helpless villagers.
6: But you're not a helpless villager.
5: No, of course not. But I come running out of the casino when I hear the fearful noise the helicopter is making and shout... Look out! It's going to crash! And then what? Well, then I get to do a simply marvellous death scene.
6: What? In the midst of all those helpless villagers dying?
5: Yes. So how are you going to stand out? Because the helpless villagers will be extras, Father. So their deaths don't really count. They don't have any lines, so nobody cares about them. But as a key character, my death will be front and central and extremely important.
6: But, but but, you're not a key character, are you? You've only got two lines with a total of ten words.
5: Yes, but those ten lines are all freighted with immense emotional significance. I honestly feel the film would fall apart without them. And just think of the last line. It signals the helicopter is going to crash. And how important is that?
6: But can't people simply see it's going to crash?
5: No. Well, well, they're oblivious, aren't they? Going about their everyday lives entirely unaware of the cruel blow which fate is about to inflict on them. I'm a sort of Greek chorus, you see. It's like Pompeii, just before Vesuvius erupts.
6: Indeed. I'm sure you'll be wonderful. Just one point. Is it all CGI? Isn't it? I mean, there's not going to be an actual helicopter crash, is there?
5: Not sure. Although apparently the director adheres to the cinema verite school. Daniel Craig does all his own stunts, and I may have to do some myself getting out of the way of the helicopter, for example.
6: If your director manages to damage my lawn and gardens, I'll be introducing him to a piece of cinema verite of my own. I've only just planted out the dahlias in the herbaceous borders.
5: I'm sure it will be fine, father. Apparently the director is a keen gardener himself, although he does prefer a more natural effect with lots of wild flowers and native species. If he
6: thinks putting a crater in my lawn is a more natural effect, then he and I will be having words.
5: You could always turn it into a lake. I've always wanted a lake on that side of the house. It would be so romantic and ideal for Jane Austen.
6: Now bear it in mind.
2: Was this all about you spending all this time in Boris's trailer? People have been talking, you know. We've been rehearsing for the film. Uh, but you don't need to rehearse. You're just an extra like me.
7: Yes, but some of us survive the helicopter crash, you see, and have to tend to the survivors. Oh, so, do I survive? Nah, you die in the explosion and are consumed by an enormous ball of flame. So... Let me get this right. I suffer a horrible
2: death, but you get to survive and run around pretending to tend to the survivors.
7: That's about it. Yep. Well, why can't I survive? Well, someone's got to die. Otherwise, it's not realistic. So it might as well be you. Oh,
2: so where does Boris come in and why do you need
7: to rehearse with him? He survives as well, you see he help me tending to the survivors. Oh, well, that's very convenient, I must say.
2: He survives despite the fact that he's in the helicopter with Olga and they
7: should both be consumed in this ball of flame. How does that happen? Daniel Craig rescues them both at the critical moment, pulling them both to safety at the end of a winch dangled from a nearby cliff. You've got to marvel at his strength. Boris is quite heavy. Although his biceps are magnificent, I must say. And as for his shoulders and neck, oh, words fail me. Then there's Olga; he's no lightweight either. That woman needs to go on a diet. And why can't he save the villagers as well? Don't be daft. How's he going to get that lot on the end of a winch? Oh, but he could come down the winch, take over the helicopter and prevent it crashing. Now that is daft, Tom. This is supposed to be a realistic film. People aren't going to swallow that nonsense.
2: Well, they have in all the other Bond films. Anyway, what else have you been doing in his trailer? I'm told you were in there for hours.
7: Watching Mr Bean films, mostly. Boris is a big fan.
2: Oh, someone told me they saw Laurel go in after you left, and she was in there a long time, too. Was she?
7: all up. I'll have words with her. Yeah, perhaps she was watching Mr. Bean films too.
2: There are quite a few of them.
7: I know full well what she was up to, and it wasn't Mr. Bean.
1: I'm, I'm worried about you, old girl. I know you've driven a tank and navigated a plane, but I think this helicopter caper might just be a bridge too far. Especially since you have to crash it too.
0: Oh, it's not a problem. Also, get paid lots of monies. How much is a lot? Ten thousand pounds, I think.
3: Father, I really think you should let her do it.
0: She can't do it. She might die.
4: Oh,
3: I'm sure she'll be fine.
0: I not die? Mr. Bond save me and Boris before the heli thing crashes. He pull us both up on a rope.
3: Oh, splendid. I was worried for a brief moment. And Boris survives too? Well, that is quite something. Must be a very strong rope.
0: Boris is not that heavy.
3: No, no, I suppose he isn't.
0: But the two of you,
4: you see. But this is marvelous news! I was so worried for the two of you.
1: I, I, I must say, I'm very relieved. Perhaps we could uh, spend some of the money on a on a holiday, Olga. What do you think?
0: Oh yes, it's good idea. Then filming over? Ah,
1: great! And when will that be? Should be done in a couple of days, I would have thought.
0: No, it's last scene in film. Many months away. Months?
1: How many months?
0: It's twelve, I think. Twelve? Give it a full year. No, no, it's twelve months.
1: But that is a year.
0: Is year? Oh, not very long then.
1: But that is long, far too long.
4: A whole year? And will Boris have to stay for the year as well?
0: Oh, yes,
4: Boris very important. Oh, that... That's brilliant. He's such fun to have around. I've watched all the Mr. Bean films with him and now he wants me to watch the normal Wisdom ones with him too.
3: I did wonder why you were spending so much time in his trailer. He must really like the Mr. Bean films because apparently he's been watching them with
1: Agatha as well.
4: he I must speak to her.
1: Why, why, my uh, love?
4: Mm, I think the films might be a little um, too sophisticated for her. Boris needs help understanding them, you see. His English isn't that good, and I think she must struggle with that.
1: But isn't it mostly silent stuff? I mean, I, I thought a three-year-old could understand it. Mind you, I could see how Boris might struggle. <laughs>
4: oh, that's not very nice about poor Boris.
1: I just don't understand what you'll see in him, him. To me, he's just a muscle-bound clown. better suited to the circus, really.
3: Oh, I don't know if you've noticed, but it's really women who seem to be taken with him. Most blokes can't stand him.
4: Well, you've got to spend time with him to understand just how sensitive he is. He's so alive to the feelings of others and so kind. He has an
0: aura. He's very spiritual. Yes, he likes his spirits. Very fond of
1: vodka. No, I I meant... I don't think I can bear the idea of that clown being around for another year.
4: But Daddy, he's not a clown. I think he's wonderful. Well,
1: that's what worries me. I think he's a very bad influence on you, and Agatha too, for that matter. Her cooking has really gone downhill since she's been consorting with him. Might have been more useful if they'd spent their time watching cookery programmes. Given the quality of her cooking, they can make a start with Gordon Ramsay's Hell's
4: Kitchen. Oh, Daddy!
0: Colonel was played by Ben West, Olga, Jackie Tevlin, Laurel, Jackie Powell, Hardy, Stuart Nunn, Agatha Tina Yates, Tom and Boris Roger M's Lord Bossom Mark Cherry, and Juliet Amelia Billington. The music was taken from Mozart's Horn Concerto, Sounds, Wavelengths, Sound Library, and Freesound.org. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith,
7: Ambleforth Manor was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.